0: Hello and welcome to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Today we're going to talk about a concept that I stumbled upon years ago, something that's called power versus force, okay? We've all heard these words, power versus force. Well, I stumbled upon many, many, many years ago, David Hawkins, who is a a known authority in the field of consciousness research and spirituality. And I actually, I've read most of his books, I would say. And the idea behind his books is, well, there are a lot of ideas behind his books. Let me tell you why I was inspired to read his books. I was inspired to read David's books years ago because I wanted to raise my level of consciousness. The reason I wanted to raise my level of consciousness was that I realized that if I did that, it would begin to help those around me shift themselves as well. So this wasn't like, it wasn't like a manipulative intention on my part. It's kind of what I want to talk about today actually. I have always had that helper, uh, you know, felt like I was here to help serve and help others and i knew that i wanted to raise myself up so that i could be better for others i guess is is a way to put it but today i want to talk about a concept that i think will help everyone here the book that i'm referring to power versus force talks about the truth of things right talks about shattering the illusion and i have been really inspired to follow my truth my heart what is true for me what is the truth all of that kind of stuff was really a big deal for me years ago and so i'm doing that today and the reason i feel inspired to talk about power versus force is because there is this thing in the universe that either flows right and connects the dots connect a lot in our lives in situations in relationships or they don't right and we've all had the experience where things just kind of flow they just kind of line up last minute and we've had the experience where we keep trying and we keep trying and it's just not working but we're trying anyway and we're trying to do it this way and that way and make this happen and make that happen and you know a lot of it is manipulation all in an effort sometimes to get the outcome that we so desire and I I totally uh, used to live my life this way right in a way of manipulation many of us have learned that life really is about how to manipulate it to our individual advantage and when I started reading David's books years ago I started to realize The key to the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom is really about getting into the flow of the universe so that it can be so much easier for things to unfold as they do. And it really shifts when you start to realize the power behind the universe, the universal flow. You realize, too, that there is an energy that goes on. There's a frequency. There's a vibration. There's an energy that happens in and around and through everything. And when we are, if you've had that experience where everything just kind of flows and lines up for you and it's effortless, That's a really good example of being in the flow of the universe, but also having a higher vibration carry you, a higher vibration (laughs) that's more intuitive, really, maybe than we are, right? Something bigger is going on with the orchestration of things. And therefore, it's not our own human manipulation. It falls into the hands of the universe, the allowing, the letting it be, letting you know, surrendering to that which is and allowing things to unfold as they may. And I want to talk about this today because I want to help everyone just begin a little bit of, of awareness, maybe. And many of you listening to this you may already, like, have, you know, a real handle on what I'm going to talk about. But for those of you who don't and those of you who are looking to get more into the flow of life in the universe... Um, I'm talking to you probably. So for me, this was big. I was a master manipulator at trying to control life to work the way that I wanted it to work, right? I wanted my relationships to have the outcome that I wanted. I wanted the people in my life to act a certain way, to be a certain way. And that sounds a little extreme. It didn't really look like that. But underneath it all, I I was that. Right. And I think a lot of us are that until we realize there's another way to be. So how did I go from that to realizing that the power, <laughs> the authentic power, is really in getting in alignment with the universe so that I can capitalize or be leveraged by the universal power to have things happen on my behalf and also for my better good? Now, getting into the flow takes a few things. Number one, I feel like it takes a perspective. Well, I I guess, and also, I sought truth and being in alignment with authenticity and realness. And that's part of making a choice to choose power over force. So I guess I look at power as being on one side, right? The universe, um, the, you know, the, the greater good, something bigger than myself, it could be God, I might call it something else, but there's the power, the higher frequency, the higher vibration, I see this on one side. And then on the other side, I see force, okay? Forces like the human, the ego, um, forces, uh, manipulation, trying to gain control trying to make it all happen the way that i need it to happen so that i can feel better that's on the side of force on the other side the power side is i have a perspective i have a perspective that things are going to unfold as they do and i also have a perspective with the universe i trust the universe to the degree that I am saying, you know what? I'm giving up the reins a little bit. I'm saying, you know what, guys? I know, universe, that you know what's best for me. Therefore, I'm going to ease my grip on the control, and I'm going to start allowing more. The power side is letting the flow happen without my interference. So I'm giving up the interference in my life. I'm giving up the interference in my relationships. I'm giving up the interference, the control, the disruption, and getting more in alignment of allowing and giving a higher power permission to work on my behalf, really, to work with me. And so that's kind of just set the stage for that. And how i started to pay more attention to this and i'm offering this because this is a big part of life and there's a lot of shifting going on for a lot of people and people are starting to realize that maybe the type of relationship they've had maybe the way that they've been as a human being isn't quite working for them anymore might not feel so good anymore so i offer this as a way to kind of measure for yourself in the moment and have maybe a new way that you start to look at things. I highly recommend David Hawkins' books. There's He's just so insightful when it comes to understanding consciousness and levels of consciousness and frequency and vibration. And I guess because I read him so long ago, that is the foundation of Everything that I do in my life and the way that I work with people in my life as well is a lot focused on bringing in a new higher vibration, you know, focusing on becoming our better selves authentically, therefore it's a higher vibration. So what I used to do when I started reading his books and I realized that there is a difference, there is a forceful way of doing it and there's a more powerful way of doing it which is really more in allowing, which I've said probably a hundred times here. Sorry. Um, In in my day-to-day life, okay, I started realizing how much I was really trying to control everything. Now, I was a mother of three, you know, way back when. So, you know, we've got our schedules, we've got all kinds of things going on. And so, As much as we don't want to, when it comes to schedules and being human beings, we're going by the clock. We're going by the calendar. For the most part, we're going by the clock. This is letting go a little bit of that idea. I used to get very angry with myself if I was going to, if I knew I was running late for an appointment. Not only would I give myself heck, but I would, it just made me feel terrible about myself. And that was because my old program, because I grew up in a household where you show up five minutes later, 10 minutes late so that you avoid what could happen just in case so that you could be on time. So I had a very, um, I had a, a big relationship with being late. What I started to realize when I was a parent, actually with my third child, was I was driving myself crazy, right? Trying to get three kids in three different places and be on time for each one and doing a million things probably in between, what I started to realize was it was stressing me out big time. And I was starting to bark at my kids and I was probably barking a lot in my life. And this is one way that I started to allow power to come in versus force. And what I would do is if I was running late, I started to realize that there was a connection. It was like, I realized when I ran late, other people who were relying on me were also running late, and they also were grateful to have the time of maybe me not showing up right on time. So I started to realize that when it came to running late, the problem was really within myself. It wasn't within um, you know, other people and what they were projecting upon me, like it was in childhood, you know, the way that I was being raised. In my adult life, I started to realize when I allowed my awareness to open up and to see things differently and maybe be differently, I started to catch myself and my patterns and my behavior and the way that I was. And most importantly, honestly, the effect that my stress level had on me physiologically and emotionally, um, mentally, all of those things. And I started to realize that Number one, when I was running late, everybody else started running late too, right? And then I also started to realize that people didn't care as much as I did. And then I also started to realize that, well, we don't care like that. It's not that I'm looking to hold somebody up, but if it's not happening and my daughter, you know, who was potty training needed to go to the bathroom before I, you know, we were all ready to walk out the door and all of a sudden everyone asked to go to the bathroom, That's bigger than me. There's something bigger going on, right? And I'll take this a step further and say, what if my kids needing to go to to the bathroom actually helped me avoid a catastrophic accident while we were on our way to dance class or, you know, whatever it was that we were going to. So that's an example of the universe working with you to help you on a larger, grander scale. Let's use this as an example. So let's say that uh, I'm you know, I'm freaking out because everyone has to go to the bathroom. Let's say I try to bargain with one of my kids just to hold it, right? We get in the car, we can't. You just have to wait until we get there. Okay, well, I'm kind of playing Russian roulette a little bit because it depends on what the holding power is for that individual person, right? It depends on who it is, but let's say that I do and let's say that I do get into an accident. Whew, so much has changed. My entire day changed. And it may have had everything to do with what I was forcing on the other side. Now, this may be an extreme exaggerated example, but you get my idea. So when I began to realize that being late wasn't as bad as I used to think it was, it started allowing me the freedom of feeling better about a lot of things and i was actually feeling better inside of myself therefore i was a nicer person to the people in my life so let's talk about power versus force in this way let's say that uh, you know i'm dating someone and let's say they have a habit that i'm not really loving and i jump through hoops to try to make sure he's not doing this habit before we spend time together because I don't like what he's like when he shows up after he's, you know, let's just call it getting high. You know, maybe, maybe I am in a relationship with somebody and I like to be with them when they're not high instead of having them show up for the relationship and wanting to be with me when they are high, because I don't like the way that that feels. That's another, that's another podcast. But the manipulation, the force part of this, comes into when I start to jump through hoops maybe to try to get him earlier in the day before he has the opportunity to get high. Maybe it's after work, whatever it is. We all know what it's like to try and manipulate schedules of other people so we can get our needs met you know, for what we think we need um, and to get them to do things differently so that we can be happy. So here's an example. So maybe I start to realize that there's a bigger thing going on here, right? Okay, let's say that my boyfriend want, it, you know, is like getting high every day. Well, I have a choice. I have a choice. I don't have to be with him when he's high, if that's what my issue is, instead of trying to manipulate his schedule and him to not do something so that I can enjoy him the way that I want him. That's a very different life experience. That's a forced life experience compared to me taking the, you know, the higher place for myself, the more, this is a more um, self-love place, I might say, okay, is when I make the choice to let him be who he is, let him do what he feels he needs to do, and I also make that choice for myself as much as I'd love to be with him. I know that when I'm with him and he's like this, I don't like him. I don't like him as much. I don't feel as connected to him. Um, And this can go, you know, man, woman, I'm not just, you know, using the guy in this situation. Well, I am using the guy in this situation, but you know what I mean? Roles can always be reversed. So, you know, if I can make a choice to not be with him, then maybe he feels that he would rather be with me than do this if he knows that this is repelling me or keeping me away from him wanting to be with him. And so making that choice for me, that's a more powerful and honest, authentic, truthful place that I'm coming from, rather than stepping outside of myself to manipulate them, their schedule, so that it works for me. All of a sudden I go inside and I'm like, you know what, Kim, you have a choice. You can be with him the way that you know he's gonna be, or you can make a choice to be alone and maybe do something for yourself that will probably leave you feeling a lot better at the end of the day. So these are a few examples. Um, Another example in a way that I used to look at things was I used to start asking myself, okay, Kim, are you manipulating this? Is this forced? Or are you, you know, do you have the perspective of you want everything to work for the greatest good of everyone involved in this situation, right? Because that is a powerful perspective. That is a higher vibrational perspective and way of being and approaching a situation than my trying, again, to force things that might not be working. We've had relationships where we have tried to get them to like us even though we might not feel like they were really into us we keep forcing and enforcing and enforcing it because we're confused right and we we do not understand why we're not getting from them what we feel like we should be getting it just keeps things clouded for a longer period of time when we force things instead of allowing them to unfold or maybe you know, using, uh, using our voices and being honest and truthful and having the guts to have the conversation that we feel like we need to have because it doesn't feel good. Right. When we're in a relationship, when we feel like we're the driver in that relationship, when we feel like we're leading this person along, you know, and maybe they're just, they're either in it or they're out or they're in the middle of whatever they are. It's really on us. The more powerful stance is is to ask ourselves the question, am I forcing this or am I allowing this to unfold as it is? It's not that we don't take a position of action, right? If I'm in this kind of relationship, I have a choice. I have a powerful choice to speak and ask questions and try to get on the same page with a person. Or I can try to not be upfront not say something and keep, you know, playing the forced game, the manipulation game, which leaves everyone feeling. Uh, usually, it leaves us feeling empty and um, like it's never enough <laughs> because we keep wanting more because we're trying. We're trying to understand the place that we're in and why it feels so funny. So this was really just to help bring up this this idea of power versus force, um, truth versus maybe non-truth, authenticity, getting into the flow, the higher vibration of the universe, or manipulation, human ego, um, forcing things to work. We've all had experience of both. All of us. Everyone listening to this will be able to identify in some way with both sides that I've talked about here today. But that's really it. I just wanted to stop in. I've had this conversation with a few people lately and it feels relevant to think of our lives as as getting into the flow of the universe and allowing the universe to kind of carry us and work on our behalf rather than interrupting the flow of things and trying to manipulate to get our needs met. So I hope this was helpful, and uh, everyone have a fantastic week, and I look forward to uh, chatting with you all soon. Thanks so much. Take care.